Welcome to Pull the Pin Radio, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions of the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. Outstanding. Uh. Well. Oh, man. Yeah. I think it's about that time. Oh, time for what? Oh, COVID update. Oh, COVID's still around? Mm-hmm. Oh, still yeah, big time. Yeah. But we're nowhere near the elections, are we? Ah, ah, I guess they're getting ahead of it, as they say, right? Ah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. So what's going on over there on the East Coast? Um, Besides it being really hot? Really? Dude, oh. in Texas. Is that normal in Texas? Oh, yeah. Right, right. I remember, I remember something. <laughs> I just still can't believe we used to wear those uniforms in this heat. Oh, man. Good Lord. Brutal. Oh my goodness! And even even as a policeman, I think something people don't understand. Like I just saw some local cops out now wearing those vests underneath, yeah. and then yeah. now they got vests on top. Yeah. Which maybe they don't have the vest underneath anymore. Maybe it's all just one piece on top now. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. They looked hot. They looked really yeah. hot in there. So. And yeah, they would so, say the best thing to do is stay out that AC car, the AC air conditioned car. You know. Yeah. Right. That way you get used to it. Yeah, that's hard to do though. Oh, yeah, I used to be like, F that. Yeah. yeah, I'm used to it. I'm used to yeah. it. Okay, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm used to yeah. it again. Yeah. yeah. So, you're talking COVID? Um, yeah. Well, you know, on a local level, uh, I just went to one of my school board meeting things, you know, for the local schools. And and the governor here, I guess, followed CDC rules and, and put the packet together and said, you know, it's suggested. So you had a, a good group. I mean, good, quite a good group of uh, parents and people in there, you know, saying that this is our choice. You know what I mean? This this is our choice to let our kids go with or without the mask. If you want to put a mask on your could put one on. But stop making us do it. And the school board voted. Um, there was five votes, there, I think two from each party. Right. <laughs> and the guy in the middle, I think, was... Uh, Probably more to the right than left, but um, surprisingly, one of the guys to the left is a, a veteran because uh, mm-hmm. he said something about 82nd Airborne. Um, but uh, he was also a, a person of color, and he said he regretfully um, will comply because he believes in, in the freedom of choice, which I commend him for that. Um, but he still had to say his piece that he didn't want to do this. He wanted to make sure everybody was masked, but in the in the scheme of things, it um it ended up they gave us the choice, right? But they said there's restrictions with with part Plan B, where if numbers go high or this or that, you know they're gonna pull the rain it back in, and that was the day before the CDC just came out and just changed their opinion, and said everyone should wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're going backwards now. <laughs> right. I don't think the governor's gonna. He, I don't think he'll lock down Texas again. No, I think yeah. you got. Yeah, I think you got it right over there. They're not gonna play that game anymore. Yeah. Masks. Yeah, they said now you gotta start wearing a mask indoors and things like that. But, uh, but total shutdown. I don't see it here. But I didn't see it in the beginning, and they did it. So. Yeah. Uh, but I think. Uh, I don't. I don't know why you mentioned the guy was a person of color, but, but I. <laughs> but I think uh, 
it's a good thing when they vote like that and they let the people decide rather than somebody up top just coming down and laying down the gavel and saying, hey, this is what you will do. Yeah, they call it an emergency meeting to give yeah. people a voice. Yep. But I, I will tell you why I mentioned people of color, because I want to ask you about this. I want to get this on the record since you're the representation of people of color. Oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't know I didn't know COVID was a racial thing. But I have to tell you, walking around, I see all black people, most, not all, a lot of people wearing masks are people of color. I don't mm. even see black because there's Hispanic people wearing it too. There, a lot of people of color are the ones wearing it in the entire population of everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I mean, is there some legitimate facts that says they're more susceptible? Or is that just what they believe? Like, why, why did they choose to I wear that's what the, I think that's what they were told back in uh, during the what we call it now, the first wave. I think that's what they were told and they just believed it, you know? Right. Uh, We've had several people, a diverse group of people get uh, COVID and the two people who just happened to pass away were people of color. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so, like, I'm obviously not a scientist. I can't go to a scientific level. But you think a virus was created that just affects people of color? No. Or is there something? No, I don't believe that. So you think this is all just nonsense? They've got them convinced that it's it's really affecting them. Or is even the data there? It it affects them more than it would the next demographic. I believe that. Yeah. So what would you think? Why would why would they believe that? Like, is because it's, it's happening? Yeah, I mean, you know how it is, man. You can you can go to any website or certain uh, source or resource, if you will, and you'll find data to support your narrative. So a lot of people will say, yeah, blacks are more, uh, people of color are more susceptible or to death than uh, any other demographic. And I'm like, okay, all right, they have the data. I never did the research to prove or disprove but um it's out there there's so, people out there saying it now for it you know, do you think it was created just for that reason i haven't heard that i haven't heard that one you know i wouldn't think so 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 then just based on that you know remember we did an episode um recently about arguing you know on both sides when you're, you're possibly arguing the same argument right but going by that statement right there if, if you believe that the COVID is affecting people of color more than non-color. Are you, are you basically admitting that there's some sort of difference between the two? Well, like, it, cause we're not oh, talking yeah, about yeah, habits, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, we're not talking yeah, about yeah. habits. We're not talking yeah. about eating habits. We're not talking about health habits. We're talking about a color. Yeah. So are you, you telling me that, that there's some truth that melanin or something somehow I mean, besides melanin, there's a difference. Somewhere in our internal organs, there's a difference. Okay, well, fair enough. Like I said, I'm open to any identified difference that you're willing to accept or admit to or even just pretend (laughs) between the races. Like, and what does that mean for a a mulatto or a mixed? Like, what do they, do they get half of the susceptible? Like, how does that determine? You know, I can't be that representative since I'm not one who believes that, right? <laughs> I'm just asking, you know, I'm asking because 
See, this to me goes to the root of a lot of the the racial division arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, when we start to put things into a perspective, a scope of race, and we've even turned a virus into a racial issue mm-hmm. when we're ignoring a lot of other factors. Maybe it's a cultural issue. You know, maybe, you know, people, I guess in China, eat a lot of rice. Maybe that affects, you know, their body chemistry. Like, maybe that has something to do with it. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're Chinese. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So as we're looking at this COVID thing, it, it's almost hysterical to me that you can even make a statement like that and people would even believe that because I'm a certain color, or what was the chart? Don't you have a chart? How do you do the test? Like, what's the test? Don't. don't let's keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but because I'm a certain color... You're talking about the brown bag, by the way. Keep they, going. Okay, keep going. Bag, <laughs> Well, because I'm I'm darker than a brown bag, then I'm more susceptible to this virus. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I think uh, I've never seen an article that's totally about just that. I've never seen that, but I've heard I've read articles about COVID where they were mentioned that you know mm-hmm. uh, people of color are more susceptible to COVID. Blah blah blah. They never expound on it, so I never even gave it any, you know, deep thought or anything like that. It's just, eh, whatever, okay. They didn't have any uh, data to back it up, so. So in that in that context, there's countries like Australia that's in complete mm-hmm. prison mode. Um, there's countries like Sweden that aren't even locking down. Like, I mean, w- wouldn't this help enhance the data or are there factors that we're just overlooking that we really need to be looking at, like culture and, and you know, climate and things like that? Why do we need to look at this, though? Well, I mean, if you want a real assessment of, of how deadly or dangerous this virus is, right? They used to say that it was uh, the uh, transfer rate and the infection rate, right? Whatever mm-hmm. those, those words were. That's no longer an issue anymore because, remember, like we were talking about, they're not even talking about the deaths anymore because that right. number's so low that it doesn't support the scare tactic of everybody locked down. Right. So what are we basing this on now? Basing what on? The 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 COVID rules, the CDC's guidance. What is it all being based on? I think it's uh, they're trying to be proactive with this uh, new Delta variant wave coming through. So like we just need two weeks to slow the curve. Yeah. Or however many, you know, however much time. That's what I believe. They're, they're trying to show that they're being proactive in this. And some people say it's just a scare tactic for more people to get vac- vaccinated. Yeah, and, and I'm trying to parse that. And I, I did I did have a conversation with somebody, and they spoke of a document. I don't even know where the document is, what it is, but I'm trying to find this document where this was all projected. And it might have been from Bill Gates. I know there's some Mm. Bill Gates fans out there, even some that may be really close by. Um, But they projected that this was happening so people were getting accustomed to the vaccine. And somebody even spoke about the vaccine passports having four slots. Mm. Why are there four slots? Because they're anticipating the next phase or wave of vaccines. But the ultimate goal was like, I know if you heard Bill Gates with the chips and, and African kids, mm-hmm. um, that's the ultimate goal for uh, everyone to be chipped. Yeah. Now, given the operating system called Windows, 
it does not surprise me that Mr. Gates is thinking big on a global level of everyone dependent on his products. Right. So none of this surprises me, but it's easily dismissed as a conspiracy theory. But I think if you've ever heard him talk, you might say, well, he isn't far off from Alex Jones, just a little bit smarter. Yeah. Well, it depends on the topic, if you ask me. Yeah. But well, I'm asking you, Mike. Uh, That's why you're on the show. Well, no, I, I don't, like I said, it depends on the topic if you want to say he's smarter than uh, the next guy. But um, I, I don't like him. I'm not a big supporter of him. So I don't really care what he has to say. But do you think do you think that there's some relevance in these conspiracy theorists? I mean, like, it's, it's about really... how he wants everybody to be chipped. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You, so it's really not a conspiracy theory in your eyes. No. No. Right. And I, I don't. Yeah. I believe that as well. But obviously, yeah. if people, if you tell people, well, I don't want to go this route because it's going to lead there, then they'll call you conspiracy theorists. No, this is. You know what I mean? It's. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's just like when you say you don't want to get vaccinated because it's going to lead to whatever. You know, sooner or later, it, they they're going to make it so that you have to. I don't care if it's a job. I don't care if it's traveling. I, they're just going to make it so that you have to get it, you know? It's already we're, starting. Yeah, we're going down that path anyway. So it's like a lot of people say, okay, yeah, you don't want to do it. I'll see you in six months or a year or so. You'll be forced to do it. It's already know? starting. I think Biden already said that uh, it's going to be a federal requirement now. Yeah, so in the VA, I think uh, it's already mandating that their frontline workers get vaccinated, you know? Yeah. And was the Department of Justice said uh, vaccine mandates are not unconstitutional? I was like, oh, there it is. It's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. And next thing you know, uh, I was talking to a, a soldier, and they were saying how uh, they're thinking about making the military, forcing the military to get it. Well, wait, wait, who did, wait, did you say the DOJ said it was unconstitutional? I yeah. thought as long as no, it's... No, 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 no. They said a vaccine mandate is not unconstitutional. Right, but I think there's a catch in there that the vaccine has to be FDA approved or something like, which this one's not. This one isn't at the stage yet, this COVID vaccine stuff. That's why they were able to do it with the flu, because the flu went through the the criteria and became approved, where this one was rushed out and they bypassed all that just to to slow the curve. Oh, okay. That's what you said. So I think in time, yes, I agree. The mandate, excuse me. <clears throat> the mandate may be legal, but it's not legal yet for the vaccine. That's why soldiers were given the option because it yeah. wasn't approved yet. Yep. So I'm sure once it becomes approved, and I think that would be, uh, I don't know how many. Yeah, when you talk approved, you're talking FDA, right? Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. there's a okay. criteria, you yeah. know, to meet that. So. Yeah, we'll see. It's yeah, coming. And he's already said it, and he's he's pushing for private industry to start doing it too. Mm. Which I don't know. They can't even find workers. I don't think that would be a smart idea for them to start <laughs> mandating vaccines when they can't even find people to come to work. Yeah, now they, uh, people are going to be like, okay, I'm out. You know, right. they're going to quit, you know. Yeah, they then they'll... To. Right, they may lose more workers. Well, why not if you get unemployment? Yeah, well, that's all That's all gone now, so... Well, that's not actually true, but we can get to that another time. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so then what else have you seen about the updates of this Delta variant? Have you even seen the statistics on it? No, no. Because I keep um, hearing the same things. It's more contagious. It's more contagious, but yeah. it ain't killing any more people than, right. than the original one. 
Yeah, and the people who are uh, not vaccinated, they are more uh, prone to serious illness. They never say death. Right. You know, but if you're vaccinated, you, you'll pull through a lot faster. I was like. And you do <laughs> understand that the, the unvaccinated people are the ones creating a problem for the other unvaccinated people. Yeah. Okay. It was just like, what's his name? Uh, Tone. He posted on uh, Facebook and said, you do know unvaccinated people don't have it. You guys who get vaccinated have COVID because they put it in you. <laughs> I started rolling when I read that. I was like, good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, even, even they said now, even they say now the vaccine doesn't keep you from getting it. Right. They've been saying that since the beginning. Right. Yeah. So so that's what the, the latest argument was about was uh, when uh, they were talking about the mandate, CDC said that, or, or maybe it was. Fauci, I don't know the the fool. Uh, they were talking about people don't who aren't vaccinated need to wear the mask. Right. If you are vaccinated, you don't. But if you're vaccinated and you get the virus, you can still pass the virus. Right. So what? That doesn't even make sense. So who are you protecting? Or you're not protecting anybody. So in technically. That logic means that the people who are vaccinated are the ones putting everyone at, at lives at stake. Yeah. Because they're asymptomatic, walking around because they don't know they got it because they got right. a vaccine that makes it less, you know, and yet they're walking around with this virus and passing it to people who aren't vaccinated. Exactly. So what do you do? Mask everybody all the yeah. time. Yeah. That's the answer. Social distancing is coming next. Social distance. You know, I have yeah. to say on a serious note... There was bright sides of the lockdown and stuff. There was a bright side. Uh oh, here we go. No, no, no. I mean, I really did enjoy um, a lot of the freedoms of, you know, empty streets and, you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, there was yeah, just yeah, so yeah. much yeah. peace out there. There wasn't yeah. a lot of traffic and craziness. Yeah. And, yeah, the, I did enjoy that. Yeah. And we're homebodies anyway, so it wasn't like we were missing a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. So then, uh, yeah, so is it, it's coming, though. Lockdowns are coming? I be, uh, in certain places, I believe that it will, yeah. Well, and when you say certain those places. Heavily you, you congested to... areas like big cities, again, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but how is that, gonna, how is that going to, like, there seems to be this theme of, like, a state, a governor in the state, says everybody locks down, even though everyone's not affected equally. Like, your logic sounds like a, you know, true libertarian logic. If you're affected, if you're a big city where people are on top of each other, like New York, remember? Right. They should lock down, or they should have higher higher requirements to protect their citizens. But remember, they kept the subways open and all that stuff, right? Which mm -hmm. kind of was stupid. So they should. But that should not be a New York rule that affects people out in the suburbs or even in the farms, the rural areas, because they're not even around people. Right. So why are you locking them down? Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, that you're, what you're suggesting is a common sense approach, but I, I don't see that as anything they're going to implement. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. That's why I say they should leave it up to, that's why, leave it up to the state. Let the governors <laughs> make the decision. That's how I feel. Right. Well, what should the states do? Whatever they want. You know, whatever you. What do we always say? Whatever your pockets can handle, whatever your uh, 
re-election campaign can handle. Because that's right. what they do. That's the main. It's the main job of a politician. So. Yeah, but, but we know that's not the only factor, right? We know there's a, a government hand in there somewhere, whether it's a strong arm with money, whether it's, you know, uh, like we just said, oh, you got if you're in the federal, you got to get the vaccine. Right. There's always a government hand in there picking and choosing who's going to suffer from this. Right. So, you know, a state like Texas, maybe, you know, you guys might be a little more independent and maybe, you know, get away with more resistance. But you got states that just can't afford to do that. I understand. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Like when you talk about some of them uh, states in the cent- Central America there and up north, yeah, they can't. They can't afford to do that. Right. You know, buck the system, as we say. They they yeah. can't afford to do that. So I well, I get it, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just you go. You bringing out that libertarian in me again. Hey, let the states decide. Right. Well, that's what it's I was like asking. You see, a lot, you see a, like now with people, uh, um, I think we talked about this in a previous show also about how now you have this mass exodus from certain areas because people are able to work from home. So if you have a home in North Carolina where the cost of living is sky high, let's say, right, people are moving to places like, let's say, Central Texas. You get more for your, more for your dollar. In certain areas, don't have to be Texas, but you know what I'm saying, you know. So, and why is that? You get more for your, you get more land, let's say, in Texas than you would in North Carolina. You think or, it's just about the land, though? No, just a land, house, whatever. You know, it's like uh, if you work at the post office up north, New York and New Jersey, and then you transfer down south to some uh, rural area in Georgia. But you're making that same money you were making up north. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You go from having an apartment to having a house. You you know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what yeah. you mean because I lived it for many years in New Jersey. Yeah. So how many New Yorkers we had living in New Jersey because it was cheaper to own a house in New Jersey? There you go. And get on a train or, or take the you know the bridge to New York. Right. Why do you right. think that the Why do you think the cost of going over the bridge is like twenty four bucks yeah. one way? Yeah, yeah. Because they know everybody from New York yeah. is living in New Jersey. Yeah, they gotta pay it. Or you they go trying to get that money. Heavier traffic. If you try yep. to take a different route, you get, go through that heavier traffic. Yeah. Yeah, they're making a killing. So I, I understand the money. You know, I mean the money, but I also see the the other side of it is uh, is there there's politics you know behind it. And the lockdowns, the mandates, all that stuff. People people don't want that stuff. Right. So, you know, maybe it's not just more money they want. They want to go somewhere where they feel that the the government is sensible over them. I mean, you can't escape the federal government mostly, but like you said, let the states decide. Right. And they don't want to do that. The right. federal, federal don't want to let the states decide. They yeah, have no. to have that power. Right. Otherwise, yeah. they're, they're useless. Yep. Right. Yep. Or at least they feel that right. they would appear to be useless. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so, do you agree with the mask mandate coming back? I don't really care. Like, I don't think anything should be mandated. I, right. I agree that, you know, it's up to me. And it's I hate to go back to the stupid argument, but like I said, if I want to, you know, put a gun to my head, if I want to smoke weed, if I want to go eat all the fast food I want, nobody's stopping me. Mm. Nobody's mandating that I you know, don't do those things. Nobody's mandating it. Right. So if I want to roll the dice with a virus, 
then I should be able to roll the dice with the virus. If you think I'm getting other people sick, then stay away from me. Right, <laughs> Just right. stay away from me. I have a right to be wherever I have to be. If you as a private business want to make sure that everybody's six feet apart, I'll play that game. Even if you want to make me wear a mask in your business, I will play that game. I respect that. You want me to put on a chicken suit and walk around your business? I'll choose whether I want to shop there. Right. But I still may put the chicken suit on, go get what I need, and then take it off and leave. Right. Right. So just give me the choice. Stop taking the choice away from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I when I joined the military, you as well, you know, we gave up certain rights. Yeah. Because we knew what we were doing. We knew we right. had to give up certain rights because this is the way the system works within the military. In order to do this effectively, we need to sacrifice our individual rights to become effective. Now, if you want to put that into the scope of the of the country, I get that. Right. But who gets to decide that? And who's to say that the mass mandates are effective? Right. Have you seen any proof yet that they've been effective? No, because we went through this already. And... Eh. That's, well, that's my point. How long have we been doing the mass things? Yeah. And guess what? There's a Delta variant. Well, who's yeah. doing that? Right. They don't want to blame the, the migrants that are coming across the border, the immigrants. Right. They, want to, they don't want to blame them. They want to blame unvaccinated people yeah, who have been living through this or probably even had it already, Mm -hmm. and they want to blame them. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I just don't understand why people are so naive. Like, you can't... Yeah. You know, Lisa and I had a conversation about that. I said, the the thing that I don't get is how they say you're more... You being unvaccinated, you're more... um, You're more prone to pass the virus around or something like that we were discussing and i'm like I, I, that doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense at all how no, no none of it would make sense yeah because you're a host no matter what you're a host yeah and you're passing now, if the vaccine around. prevented you from getting the virus thank you thank then you. maybe i can understand that but it doesn't prevent you from getting it right so, so a host is a you host you can get it just like an unvaccinated person can get it so you can transfer it by touching doorknobs or whatever, right? You can transfer it to someone just like the next person can. So I, I don't get it. Well, this is this is the scare tactic, and this is what makes them lose credibility in their argument. Yeah. But it's but the problem is we have enough stupid people in this country that they hear that oh that makes sense like they don't even think about it. Right. Well, there, there's another catch to this whole thing. Also, what happens when the next variant comes? Well, they're going to keep coming. Yeah. We haven't gotten rid of the flu, have we? No. <laughs> Duh. Even I'll even go one further. We haven't gotten rid of smallpox. Right, right. Okay? Everyone had to get vaccinated. It was the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to get it. Kids still get vaccinations for it today. Yeah. And guess what? It still exists. Yep. Like, maybe it doesn't exist on a, on a wide scale. Right. Or maybe those people who get it are contained. Mm. Maybe who knows? Mm. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I think people should just wake up and uh, yeah, and listen to us. Just listen to us. We got the scoop right here. That's a little extreme, but okay. Yeah, definitely yeah. extreme. So, do you uh, do you have anything else you want to add to this, or we want to pull no, the pin no. On this one? pull the pin? All right, let's pull the pin on that. All right. That's your COVID update. Um, you heard it here. Um, if there are lockdowns, you'll probably see more of us, so you should subscribe anyway. But um, so you, you want to go ahead and do a shout out, a uh, person of the week, or something you want to pull the pin on? 
Uh, wow, I don't really have anything. You want me to start? Because I got yeah, something. Go I got Go something. And I, 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 Man, I really don't yesterday. have anything. So um, part of, um, without revealing all the HIPAA stuff in the world, I had to pick up an EpiPen. Um, and I got a subscription for it. A prescription. Subscription. <laughs> you know what? It's almost like a subscription. Believe me. I got a prescription for it, and I went to the to the pharmacy to go fill it, and uh, I was told it was forty eight dollars. Now, okay, maybe this is the privilege. Like, they're really they're probably way more expensive, but I got good insurance because of the military. So, but I still don't. I, I've never paid forty eight dollars for this, mm. and and then I was just like, oh well, maybe it's because I'm retired now, and I you know have to pay for my insurance. So obviously, okay, I'm not going to act like some spoiled brat. So I paid the forty eight bucks. Then I get home and I look at the expiration date is November. I'm like, are you just telling me I just paid 48 bucks for something that's going to last for three months that we may never even use? Wow. I went back in there and I was like, I was like, hey, is there some sort of rule here? Did I just get a bad batch? What's going on? Because I always remember these being at least six months long. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, oh, no, just bring it back. We'll give you another one because I didn't have it with me. So I bring it back. So I go back and the lady, the head pharmacy lady, she says, Oh, that was the longest one we had. So I'm sitting here thinking, so are you distributing EpiPens to people with just six, 30, 60 days left in it? Wow. Are you seriously? Like, there should be a point where here they're free. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the grocery stores do with the, the milk that's about yeah, to spoil. Yeah. Like, you just charged me $48 for three months of an EpiPen? Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just blown away, and and the fact that the lady was you know matter of fact you got the longest one, I'm mm-hmm. like are you kidding me? Like wow. how is that even allowed? That just shows you, you well, I don't I don't you don't feel I don't like big pharma anyway. Period. Right. But that just shows you right in your face that there aren't even any rules about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? I yeah. was just floored. I just couldn't believe it. <clears throat> and I got pretty good insurance. Could you imagine some somebody with you know, not much insurance or, or needs the EpiPen, and they can't get three every three months. Can't go back and get a forty-eight dollar EpiPen. So mm-hmm. anyway, I need to pull the pin on Big Pharma again. Mm. I'm not gonna pull the pin. I'm gonna say a person of the week. My POW this time is gonna be uh, uh, that great gym, gymnast named Simone Biles. You know, uh, she uh, pulled out due to mental stress or whatever, and people are very supportive. But it did make me think, and I posted this on Facebook, and I got, oof, oof, yeah, people hated a lot of uh, the comment that I made. But my whole point was, you know, she's a, she's already a proven champion. She's already a proven great in her uh, sport, but, and... I don't know what she's going through. I'll probably never know. But she was representing a lot of people, right? You know, out of the country and all that other stuff. But she was representing a lot of people. And for her to pull out the way she did, I, I just felt like it was something else to it. I felt like it was something else to it. And I'm not going to say she pulled the mental health card or anything like that because, hey, it is what it is. But I thought she should have stuck it out and um, went through it. And I, what I posted on uh, Facebook was, you know, I went to a cheerleading competition with my daughter. And she was sad that she got, they, well, her team got third place. And she was ready to go. And, you know, 
had a little pep talk with the same as uh, Alicia did, and now she's ready to go for the next season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was feeling all sad, and you know she's six years old, right? So when you're at that level of greatness, the pressure, the mental stress is always on you. And I just thought that she should have, if that's what it was, if that's what it was, um, she should have just stuck it in there and uh, went through. But she's still a great and all of that. But I think at that moment, I was like, man, man there's a little disappointment there, you know? Right. And um, in the fact that she's going to come back and still compete, I was like, well, I thought she was a little bit too, she was having mental issues, you know? So it just made me think about things a little differently. I don't think I really captured the, uh, when I, uh, you know how it is, man, when you post something on social media, you know, you don't really get exactly how you're feeling. So that's why people start going off and everything. But yeah, it just made me think a little differently about the whole situation. And I was like, ah, I wish she would have just stuck it out. You know, you only had a couple more routines to do, but hey, she did what she did. They got silver, so whatever. Yeah, you know, I <clears throat> I have to tell you, I didn't really follow much of her period because I don't really dig the Olympics or that sport. Right. Um, but I did happen to read the article about her and how they were changing the rules because she's too good and she was doing too many things that were very dangerous. Uh-huh. So they started not giving credit for those high-risk things because they didn't want to encourage other gymnasts to follow suit and yeah. get hurt. And I just thought, you know, that she was on such a level of greatness that they had to change the rules. And, you know, I saw a post about that. And, you know, obviously somebody's like, oh, where else has that ever happened? That's never happened before. Well, actually it did because I'm a Devils fan. Marty Rodor, the triangle behind the net, was created because the man was so good at playing the puck behind the net. But the point being is I had never even heard about what what had, you know, what she had been doing and, and what that impact. And right there, I was a fan. I was a fan because any anytime somebody's trying to that's to me that to me is true oppression. She is that good that you need to change the rules so that nobody else can can do what she's doing or she can't reach those levels so no one else would be encouraged to do what she's doing. Right. Like I, I mean I get it like let them that goes back to the covid thing we just talked about. Let them decide themselves. Yeah. There are people that say that is too dangerous to try. I'm not doing it. Right. And then there's people say, I'm going to do it. And if I die, I die. Let yep. them do it. Yeah. So I don't like when they interfere. So I was kind of pulling for her. I didn't know she'd, she'd backed out or anything. So I, uh, I'd i love to find the reason because I yeah. was really pulling for her for the first time. I didn't even know who she was. But Same here. But, you know, it's just like I said in, on that Facebook post. It's like uh, they did the same thing to Tiger Woods, you know, and how they were making uh, what they call it, the fairway or whatever. They were mm-hmm. creating them longer because he could hit the ball so far, so he can't reach the green in two while every, it takes everyone else three shots to do it. Right. Yeah, they, you know, they had the announcers see, actually saying that. See, but I'm okay. Wow. I'm okay with that because uh, it makes it harder for everyone else. So it, it adds ah, a okay. challenge That's to his game yeah, yeah. where her, they're throttling her. Yeah. Because no one else can reach her. The gap is so big. They're throttling her so that the gap can close. Where Tiger Wood, even if he hit it far as he can, everybody else will just still come up yeah, a, a yeah. stroke shorter. Yeah. So that one I'm okay with, but I, I get the analogy. Um, and even like I said, with uh, you know, like I was trying to use the one with Marty Bordeaux. You know, goalies behind the behind the net playing the puck used to be. Uh, well, they still can play behind the the puck or behind the net, but over in the corners, 
that used to save a lot of defensemen trouble and, and create opportunities for offensemen. Goalies that were good to do that. Mm. So they put that in so the goalies couldn't play the puck anymore. That affects every goalie, though. Right. So even that is not really throttling, but it was Marty's uh, you know, bread and butter. He would go mm. play the puck, and that's what created that rule. But um, that's for a competitive stance. I get right. that, too. But in her case, like, I don't know. Anyways, you saying she's coming back? Yeah, supposed to be. That's what I. That's what I heard. So, we'll see. All right. Well, yeah. we'll uh, come back to another episode. So we'll get out of this one. All right. And thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope you like what we had to share. We hope you come back for more. If you're a veteran, get on the show. Go to pullupinready.com. And until then, Godspeed. Hey, and pull the pin.